What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the DE Podcast. So today I will be joined by Akinrish once again, and I decided to do a podcast this week, and we're gonna be talking about basketball. Most probably, yeah, probably just basketball. Maybe a little bit about tennis since we didn't finish our conversation last week. But um, yeah. So we're gonna do what we always do. We're gonna bring Akinrish in, and just a heads up because. I don't know yet, but next week we might be doing a special guest again, so that's pretty exciting. But um, we're gonna see if Akinridge wants to come. So let's see if Akinridge is gonna come in. And hey, Akinridge. Hey, Daniel. What's up? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Yeah. So um, a lot has happened in the past week. Um, we weren't supposed to be doing this this week, but. Um, I thought that we could do it this week instead of next week, but again, so we can do it more and more. But um, yeah. So a lot there. We have a lot to talk about today, mostly basketball. But yeah. um, I think first I just it's probably gonna be a, a little bit short. But um, the Novak Djokovic versus um the Medvedev match that that it feels like it was a long time ago, but it was just it was just a week ago. But um, yeah, we have we we um. We had our podcast last Saturday, and we talked about like our predictions. And you said Joker was going to win. I thought Medvedev was going to win, and um, I don't know how, but you were right. No, I kid. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, so the funny thing is, I thought it was going to be like a nice competition, but then it turns out it was actually like more of like how soon would Joker finish this match? <laughs> because Joker yeah. played really well. Yeah, like Medvedev. The thing that I remember, I was talking to my coach about it um, a few days back because he was. We, I was training with him before my tournament. Um, he said that the reason why Medvedev lost to Djokovic was not just because Djokovic played better than Medvedev, but, but it was because Medvedev was like defensive, like he defended the ball more, and Djokovic just kept attacking and getting all these free points out of it. And Medvedev didn't. It, didn't, it looked like he was too tense to like attack off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think Djokovic also played really, really well. I mean, I, I, I think he had like an extremely low number of errors. He wasn't making mistakes. He was attacking quick. He was yeah. taking points early, and he just destroyed. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, in the future, I think Medvedev will do good in the future. I just think that now that Djokovic and Nadal are doing really well, um, I don't think there's anything that's going to stop them from winning. Yeah, I, I think, but right now, I think it's it's pretty safe to say that for the next maybe two or three years at least, it's still going to be Djokovic and Nadal at the top winning the Grand Slams, I would say. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, now that we've cleared that up, now there's NBA, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, in our plan, we had so many things happening. So, um, in the last week, I guess many things have happened, I guess, for many... Um, Many teams, like the Utah Jazz, are just still cruising through the league in the standings. Um, the East is very easy with the standings. Um, Anthony Davis is out for a little bit longer, and I saw this thing on Instagram actually right before we started the podcast today. I was just going downstairs before the podcast, and it said that there is this professional doctor that talked about like Anthony Davis' injury, and he said that worst case scenario, Anthony Davis would be out for six months. But again, that's worst case scenario. So it's not, um, obviously if it was a tear, 
it, it would have already been announced that he would be out for like a year. But um, yeah, I think he's I, I think he's gonna be out for a few more weeks and then he'll come back. Yeah, I think I read a report somewhere. He said that he was he was feeling healthy and fine, but the Lakers they said as a precaution they didn't want to have him come and back and play or even try and, like, suit up for a game until after the All-Star break. Because, I mean, the Lakers aren't looking at the regular season. They're looking at the champion. They're looking at the playoffs. So they want to have Anthony Davis rested for the playoffs, obviously. I agree with you. Yeah. Um. So, first of all, well, I guess we do this every week practically, but who thinks going to be the championship contender, like, now? Like, I guess maybe it hasn't really changed that much, but... I guess based on who, like the Nets, the Nets, KD and Kyrie are injured, but the Nets are still maintaining a good um, record to uh, play well. Like James Harden, they, the Mavericks destroyed the Rockets last night. But yeah, okay. So to give some context, um, in the past week, the Nets have went on a like over the past two weeks, the Nets have been on went on an eight game winning streak before obviously losing last night, and then the Lakers have lost. Um, Four out of their last five games, also. So, oh, really? Contenders have kind of almost switched sides, right? Remember earlier in the season, the Nets were struggling. Everybody's like, how is Brooklyn even going to get past the second round? And now Brooklyn's really found its stride. Obviously, they didn't have um, James Harden yesterday versus the Mavericks or KD. And um, the Lakers, actually, without Anthony Davis and obviously Dennis Schroeder until last game. They also have been struggling a lot and have dropped uh, in the rankings. Yeah, I agree. The Lakers are currently number three in the West. So, not, like, too big, but... Um, yeah, like, the NBA standings are really confusing because when you, like, compare, like, for example, like, the sixth, like, the fourth seed in the West to the fourth seed in the East, the Suns are the fourth seed, they're 21 and 11. And then... The fourth seed of the Raptors who are five a five hundred record. Looking as good for me, the Raptors are fourth are fourth right now. That's actually really good. But that's the funny thing because currently, like the tenth seed are the Hornets. They're fifteen and seventeen. The Raptors are seventeen and seventeen, and they're like literally six seeds above them. Yeah, right now in the East, East there's there's six teams Anything with is seven losses, six teams. I'll be completely honest with you. I would not be surprised if, like, the, like a team like the Bulls or the Knicks made the playoffs this year. Oh, I won't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pacers or the Celtics missed the playoffs also. Wait, where are the Celtics? Celtics are sixth, but they have, like, a, they have a one-game lead over. They're worse the than the Raptors. Yeah. Right now, literally the only reason the Celtics are the sixth seed is because the Bulls, Pacers, and Hornets haven't played as many games as them. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, but then the West, like it's it's controversial. Like I guess the records really. I'm surprised that the Spurs are doing so good. I'm su- I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised by the Knicks. The Knicks are 500 again. Yeah, I'm not that surprised though. Because Joyce Randall is playing very well. Yeah, the Knicks have been really good. That, but I guess Julius Randle came out of nowhere because last season he was with the Knicks and then just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then like the power rankings, like the top five, ten teams in the NBA, 
Do you, I, I, I don't really know too much about it, but I, do, you, do you know something about it? Okay, I okay. So from my power rankings, like the weekly, week, uh, I would say that number one, the best team right now is definitely number one is going to be the Nets because they just went on an eight-game winning streak. Yeah, yes, yeah, here we are. They just went on an eight-game winning streak without KD, and then they only lost yesterday to the Mavericks because. Both Harden and KD were out. So when they're at full power, I think they're basically unbeatable. So Nets, number one. Number two is, of course, the Jazz, who've just been amazing as usual. They're, they have the best record in the league. They're destroying every team. They beat the Lakers. Um, they blew out the Lakers a few nights ago. They beat the Hornets, and they also beat the Magic. Um, then number three, I'm going to have to put the Clippers. The Clippers, second in the West. They're doing fine pretty well. Seven and three in their last ten games. Number four is going to be the Lakers because um, while they were 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games, they still are 23-11, and 11, and that's a really good record. And then finally, number five, the Sixers. Um, Joel Embiid's been going off, as usual. He's, I think he should be the MVP, but they're only 5-5 five and five in their last games. But they're still number one in the year. Yeah. So for me, my top five, number one, Utah. Because Utah just keeps doing very well and plus right now they're like, I think they're 26 and 7 I'm not completely sure about that but they're I think they're around that record and they overcame deficits against Miami um, they came back against the Sixers who were up by double digits and they erased a 15 point deficit against like the full squad Clippers on Friday um, and then yeah, so they just they did really good, and that was, it was just a seventh like jazz game in the twenty and two stretch. That's been like without within five points in the last five minutes when they were against the Clippers, and the Jazz haven't lost at home since December. Right. Wow. So, um, yeah. So number two is Brooklyn, obviously because of their. Um, um, because they did really well on their road streak, um, except for their loss with the with against the Jazz, but they they won against the the Warriors, against the Suns, the Lakers, the Clippers, and especially because KD was out for the last three of those matchups, and then I, I was reading it like the Nets have scored in like one hundred twenty five points over a hundred possessions on the trip. And then with the three of the five opponents like being like ranked in the top six defensively, and then they shot seventy percent in the restricted area, and then they shot like a little bit over forty five percent from three point range. Wow. And then like I guess Kyrie Irving was out the last game, but James Harden, Kyrie, and Joe Harris like were the biggest guys on that like the, that big trip. So then. Um, number three, I it's the Lakers. I think personally it's the Lakers because, um, well, I get that the, I get it, like the Lakers have suffered a lot defensively because they're allowing like more points, and then um, when James like LeBron has been on the floor without AD, um, they've scored like one hundred nine points per hundred possessions, but I guess. 
they're still managing to win. Like, you can, like, kind of think about it. Like, it's 2018-19 season when AD wasn't there and it was just LeBron. So I think they're I think they're gonna still manage to get a good spot in the playoffs. So for me, number four is the Sixers. Because yep. it's my opinion, okay. <laughs> so I think it's the Sixers. Even though they they've lost like a few games lately, they've still like They've still, like, Joel Embiid has, has been playing amazing. And then um, there's been a lot of, like, they, the, the Six have a lot of good defenders. Like, um, Dwight Howard has been really good defensively. And, um, yeah. So, even, yeah, so that's what I think. And then number is the Clippers and it's just because I guess because they've also been playing well like it's good that all these good teams have been maintaining their records um they've gone on big runs like maybe not to win games but during games like they've gone on like a 15 point run to take control against the Jazz on Friday except they lost and like the 17th nothing run to tie the game against the Brooklyn on on um, on Sunday, last Sunday. So, yeah. Um. So that's the power rankings. And then, I guess we've already kind of talked about it. Like, have any teams surprised like you? Like, not um, not necessarily the Jazz because you already know the Jazz are doing really well like, the whole season. But what do you think about like um who's like, have any teams like that were not so good have risen up? Like we talk, we talk about Brooklyn, but then I don't know if there's other teams. Um, we already talked about it a little bit, but I think the Knicks are the most surprising because they're the fifth seed right now. And oh, oh yeah, they are. Oh my god. <laughs> they, they. I mean, they haven't been. They've been playing. They've had a kind of easy schedule. Like they've only played. They played the Timberwolves, the Kings. The Rockets. Well, last season they would lose to those teams. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm like their schedule isn't, hasn't been super hard, but I still think it's pretty impressive that um, that they have a seventeen and seventeen record, considering how bad they were first of all last year, and then also how much the team didn't really change this year. Right? We have, they only drafted in uh, one new rookie, in Emmanuel quickly, and then they traded Dennis Smith Jr. away. But everything else is pretty much the same. It's just that the older players now are doing much better, right? Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, they're all having much better years, and that's why the Knicks are surprising. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, I think one team that's also they don't like have like a winning record like over five hundred, but I think Miami Heat, to be honest with you, because Miami like like literally two weeks ago. They were ranked very low. Like you're like, there's no way this team's gonna do good in the actual season. They were like, I don't know what their record was, but it was like terrible. So, and then Jimmy Butler came back. So I think Jimmy Butler led the team to be at, like the right now. They're actually in like a playoff spot. They're in seventh on the in seventh place right now. So I think that Miami, like now that Jimmy Butler 
Bam out of bio are back. Everybody's back. I think that they have great potential. Yeah, um, I think the Heat. The Heat were um, they were seven and fourteen, and really? now they're sixteen. Yeah, they were seven and fourteen. They were like fifteenth in the East or fourteenth in the East, and now they are sixteen and seventeen. So they've lost three games and won nine, which is pretty great. Yeah. One other team that surprised me is the Raptors. I'm not. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I did not expect the Raptors because they started out their season one and eight. <laughs> the worst, like the second worst team in the East behind Detroit. And then just think about it. Now they're 17 17. That means they went 16 and nine. And right now, their last 10 games, it was six and four. Okay, maybe not the best, but. Um, they had a four-game winning streak in that process. I it's definitely it. better than than one nine, one and eight. <laughs> yeah, no, but then, and then right now, like Siakam's out due to safety and health protocol. So a lot of people have been out, but I think they've taken like an advantage of it. And then their game versus Chicago actually got postponed, and ends in Tampa, so not that good. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's good for the team that surprised us. Um, though, so this is probably something that's happening next Sunday, actually, the Ulster game. So before we even go on, like bench player opinions, the whole line of opinions, like the and what's been happening with injuries, with like people going out of the game, like what what do you think of, like the format? Because they're saying there's going to be skills challenge and three point contest before the actual game. Then it's going to be the game. At halftime is the dunk contest. I think it's fine. I think it's going to be good. I mean, I don't really, care, I don't really care about the skills challenge at all. But um, what I care about is the All Star game. And since it's the form, the same format as last year, which last year's was amazing, probably yeah, the best. Like, I think it's going to be really good again. And then also, um, the dunk contest. I don't know who's in it. I know Obi Toppin's in it, but if I don't know who else, I don't know who's in it to be honest. I don't know who else is gonna join it, but it, the dunk contest could be good. But you just need good dunkers in it every year. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look right now to see like where where you can like see where who's in the everything. I'm going to roster, but that's like the the starters and everything. But um, so. Now we go to, like, the actual All-Stars. So, I don't know if this was... I don't think this was already published last week, but um, I think it's um, Doc Rivers, who coaches Team Durant, and Quinn Snyder, who teaches Team LeBron. So, I, t- I, I agree with those because they're the best because they always do it based on the two best teams in the conference. But um, a lot of things have been happening. So, um. For Team Durant, there's no Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's not playing, that which is which I, like obviously it sucks because he just got injured again. But um, Demontis Sabonis is taking this place, which I think is very smart because he's been playing very well, and he was in the All Star game last year, so I think it's going to be the same way. And then um, I don't know is the is Dino Sabonis will be starting like instead of. Okay, um... I'm not sure actually who's replacing Katie. Hmm. 
But um, yeah, then there's Giannis, Bradley Beal, Joel, and Kyrie Irving. We already talked about that. The reserves. So I'll be completely honest with you. For the reserves, I totally agree with all of them. So there's Jason Tatum, there's Jalen Brown, there's James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Nikola Vucevic, and Demonis Bonus. I feel like Timo Bronx is going to destroy them. Because well, they have to hold the draft, I think. Yeah, the draft is... Oh, they just have to do the draft. Yeah, they haven't done the draft yet. Well, that will make it more interesting then. I thought it was like I thought I thought, I thought it was just West versus East. <laughs> uh, no, because as long as I mean, hopefully, whoever is drafting um, Team Durant, I don't know if it's oh, Katie. I think Kevin Durant is still drafting your team. Okay, yeah. If, as long as it's not Giannis, because last year Giannis drafted so badly. He's like, oh, I'm gonna do my other friend from Africa, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then. He he made Giannis last year. He basically drafted the entire East starters and let LeBron have Luca, KD. I mean, sorry, he had listen to Luca, Harden, and Kawhi all on the same team. And Kyrie. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Did Kyrie play? I don't think he played. I don't know if Kyrie played. I think he might have been injured. But then Team LeBron, well, Western Conference, excuse me. There's LeBron. There's Curry, Doncic, Jokic, and Leonard, which I totally agree with. So then there's Anthony Davis in the reserves. He's not playing. Devin Booker replaced him. And I agree. So I saw this on Twitter. LeBron James said that um, that um, Devin Booker is the most like disrespected player in the league. I agree because he's been doing so much to make the Suns a good team. And the funny thing is that the Suns sucked last year. He made the All-Star team. This year they're good, and he didn't make the All-Star team. And he got lucky that Anthony Davis was out. Because I feel they're giving credit to Chris Paul. Yes, I I think that if Chris Paul wasn't there, maybe they wouldn't be nineteen and ten. Maybe they would be like sixteen and thirteen or something like that. But I think that Devin Booker makes has a makes a big asset because if Devin Booker thought that like he sucked there and then Chris Paul made the team great, he would just lose the team. Yeah. So then there's Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion is making his big debut. And Devin Booker. Zion is going to be in the all. That's kind of weird when you think about it. Zion's going to be in the All Star game. Who do you Who do you think? Okay, so you say. Do you think Devin Booker should have made it originally? Yes. Yeah. Right. Who Who should he have replaced then? That's the real question. Oh man, why are people so much pressure? So it would have been Paul George. I don't know. Not Paul George. Rudy Gobert. Well, wait. Well, what are the centers? So Zion is a forward. Um, I think Mitchell could be a forward. Gobert is a center. Uh, probably, I, I, I actually, I'll be honest. I think. Who do you think? I, I just, I, I just want to think about it. I think he should replace Chris Paul. Really? I, I don't know because everybody else. I mean, Chris Paul obviously completely changed the Suns this year. But I mean, I feel like, because I can't replace I can't replace Donovan Mitchell because the Jazz are number one in the West. I can't replace like Zion. I mean, actually, maybe, maybe actually, maybe yeah, actually, maybe Zion because like, I agree that could be like Zion. Like everybody loves Zion. Like, but you know, he um, how can I say his team sucks. 
so much fun to watch so I'm excited to see what's going to happen next 
Yeah, especially when it's so competitive. Oh yeah, because and, it, because I I I think it's like really interesting because I feel like up until last year, their all the All Star game was just oh have fun, just go do crazy dunks like like show off moves. But then last year it's actually competitive, like donating to charity to get to play really hard, like you know to actually get to a target score, like. It's, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's. I think I think they did a really good job in the format. But imagine if Kobe Bryant. Like, it's, this kind of sounds kind of offensive. I don't know if it's. But if Kobe Bryant didn't die, they probably wouldn't have done this format. I don't know. That sounds kind of like just rude. But yeah, you're kind of right. I guess. Yeah, I I just don't like saying it. Cause it sounds really rude. Yeah. But one, do you think LeBron will win again this year? It. I don't know. I think well, he's he's three and zero as a captain so far. Oh, oh, dang! I just realized that. Well, listen. Hopefully, we'll have a smarter mind this this year in Kevin Durant. Yeah. Well, the, the thing, the thing is, Steph Curry actually did a decent draft in twenty eighteen. So like, because because remember, it was like a one point game, and Team LeBron actually guarded in the last possession, so they couldn't score. Yeah. But then like, last, like, yeah, like twenty nineteen and twenty twenty was just stupid. Because Giannis chose, and then this year twenty twenty was good. Yeah, I think Kevin Durant. Yeah, were good All Star games. I think. Yeah, I think Kevin Durant's gonna do a good job in choosing. Yeah, as long as, as long as the game is not a blowout, I'll be happy because blowouts are the worst. Yeah, blowouts are the worst. Yeah, but I I like the rule about the quarters. Like you have to. Play twelve minute quarters because if it's like if if you like destroy it, like I remember um, when we were watching um, the um, the late like I think Team LeBron won the, like the second quarter by like fifteen points. Like imagine if they kept it there, like then it would be like really bad because they just kept blowing them out. But then they just restarted at a new quarter. Yeah, I like that too because that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that way you can't you don't just get like oh wow. Team LeBron is up twenty points heading into the fourth quarter, and now they win. Oh wait, but then, but then, um, but then they combine all the scores for the fourth quarter. Yeah, I I know, but it I still like it more because um, I guess it puts like a, I think there's like a little bit less pressure. Mm-hmm. Any predictions for who the MVP will be, the All Star Game MVP? Huh, I think it's gonna be someone who's gonna surprise be surprising because this year oh the guys who are coming into the all-star game are guys like you like at the beginning of the season you would have never thought that they would be even like be an all-star in their life so mm-hmm. i don't know like i guess because last year like Kawhi, like the year before that like i think it was kd or something like i don't and it's always questionable on who's gonna win but then like the Ulster game is the Ulster game. Like I guess, who do you think's gonna like? First of all, we don't know yet, but who's gonna like compete in the, um, in the skills three point dunk contest? Like who do you think's gonna win like those things? Or who do you think's gonna compete in those? Well, the skills challenge, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I think Luca's gonna go into the skills challenge. I, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, Luke, uh, Luke or Trey Young. So I can take Luca, Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, like, you know. Yeah. In the three-point competition, I think Joe Harris will win. 
I think it's gonna be the contestants. Probably Joe, Steph Curry, um, Devin Booker, Buddy Heald, um, Lonzo Ball. He's shooting thirty nine percent from three. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe then Lonzo. Um, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, maybe Tyrus Hero. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I, I just this year for the finals I want it to be like, like in both conferences. I want it to be like teams that would have like last year like the Heat making the finals. Like I want it to be something like that. Except not like the Lakers and like the Knicks because that'd be terrible. <laughs> I, I, I imagine like a sweep in the finals again. Imagine imagine if the Knicks made it to the finals and won. That would be the craziest thing ever. That would be crazy. Imagine like the, the, yeah. the Nets, the Sixers, the the Lakers, that would be insane. Imagine it's like Raptors versus Knicks. Raptors can just win the title. Like, <laughs> yeah, right now it is not Raptors versus Knicks. I want the Raptors to just win sometime. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen this year, though, because... I want to get a good player. Like, we have Siakam, Larry, Van Vliet, Powell, like, Boucher is doing good now. Like, I want somebody good. Like, like a star. Okay, that's the yeah. Siakam is your star. Hmm. It doesn't look like he's a star for the Raptors. <laughs> Breaking news. Raptors fan disses his team. I didn't diss the team. <laughs> no, because I just think that... I just think that Siakam, like... Like, obviously, he's a good player. He's, he's an all-star. But... Like, I feel like a star player is someone who, like, does the best. Like, some teams don't have a star player. Like, currently the Pistons don't have a star player. The Knicks, yeah, I guess Jewish fan. Like, I think my definition of a star player is one player who does everything, like, better than everybody else. Like, Pascal Siakam, does he have the best, like, most points, most, like, like, you know, no, he does not. Like, maybe he does, but... From what I've watched, I watch practically every single Raptors game. Or I go with it. I go along with the score. I can't, like if I can't watch it due to like restrictions, like of, of the like watching like the programs. Then I like it doesn't look like he's scoring. You know, it feels like like Chris Boucher is scoring more than him. That's not bad at all because Chris Boucher is like doing really good. But yeah, yeah, this season will be really exciting, and so I know. It's just the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. The playoffs are going to be crazy. Yeah. Hopefully, they just go let back fans for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the Knicks and Nets started letting fans back in. Which yeah, is I saw that. They should, like, they, should, they should do, like, a bubble in, like, Australia. Because in Australia, they allow fans, like, like pack, like pack stadiums. So, they should just do that. <laughs> the whole NBA to Australia. And then yeah. have Here, just cop on a plane, go to Australia. We'll build, like, some kind of bubble for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but um I... yeah yeah go ahead sorry yeah i really i really because if they have fans for the playoffs it'll be so good like imagine like a lakers nets game with fans in staples center in like game seven of the that'd be so crazy and oh, so okay. good what do you even go to game seven <laughs> Right, the Lakers would beat them. Ah, uh, sweet. 
But I guess another thing, like, I guess this is, we didn't write anything about this down, but I wanted to just, I talk to you. Like, I guess this might be take a little bit longer, but from, we talked on Saturday. Yeah, we talked on Saturday. So, like, there's been a lot of games happening since then, a lot of surprising things happening. So I guess I wanted to just highlight a few games that that's happened since then, and just like say like, your opinion on them. So, on Saturday, you were, it's not yesterday, but a weekend yesterday. So the Hornets beat the Warriors by two, and Terry Rozier just went off in the last like thirty seconds of that game. Yeah, uh, but also Draymond Green ruined that. He game. got ejected like five. He got five ejected in the final tw- the final fifteen seconds. He got a double technical. I wish this so dumb. <laughs> Oh, the Warriors were up by two, okay? They have the Hornets had to score three to win or two to tie. Draymond Green gets ejected. They get the two free throws. They score. Now it's a hundred all and Terry Rozier makes a buzzer beater. Draymond Green completely ruined that game. Yeah. And this is old. <laughs> but then but then he they played the they played the Warriors. The Warriors and Hornets played again and Draymond had like nineteen assists or something. <laughs> so Draymond had his revenge. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And then, on that same night, the Heat beat the Lakers by two points. I mean, we already talked about this a little bit. The Lakers are kind of struggling. Their offense is not been good. Yeah, so. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I guess nothing for Saturday because that was it. But um, on that Sunday, um, the Pelicans beat the Celtics. But then, again, the Celtics were struggling. Um. The best team in the league beat the worst team. The Raptors beat the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I went twenty three seventy eight, and beat a twenty five seventeen. They still lost. Um, the Nets beat the Clippers by four points. James Harden went off, thirty seven points, eleven rebounds, seven assists. PG thirteen went off for thirty four points, six rebounds, seven assists. Kyrie, what is Kyrie And the refs went off and saved the game for the Nets. Oh really? Because, because Jay, okay, so Kawhi Leonard in the final on the final possession, the the Nets um are up by two. Clippers ball. Kawhi Leonard is yeah. on the Paul George is on the bench because he has the minutes restriction. So Kawhi gets the ball. He goes into the basket. He James Harden's guarding him. He he pushes James Harden just a little bit, just barely, just a little bit. And then scores, and then the refs call and often say it's an offensive foul because Harden flopped. And that, in my opinion, that ruined that game. I'm going to just quickly. I, no, I, I, I trust you. I just want to see here. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like Harden's a big flopper. <laughs> like, I, the funny thing is, like, yesterday I was driving home from Georgia, and um, I was just watching all these random basketball videos. And uh, wait, I, I'm seeing this. That's an <laughs> offensive foul? Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Wait, what? Wait, there's no way that was an offensive foul. Wait, there's no way. Didn't even push him. Didn't even exactly. touch him. Not, not even push. He didn't even touch. There's no way that was pushed. Quite went. That was the biggest flop ever by James Harden. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's no way. That was that wasn't even a foul. Like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, James Harden, what's wrong? 
Yeah, so the, so the Nets kind of got bailed out there. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I agree with you. Um, then the next day, the Bulls beat the Rockets by 20. Well, the Rockets have walked 10 games in a row, so I'm not even surprised. The Suns beat the Blazers by 32. Wait, what? <laughs> Blazers have lost four in a row, too. They're not exactly. They're, yeah, I agree. They're 18 and 16, I think. Yeah. Um, the Wizards somehow beat the Lakers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so Westbrook got... Um, Wait, where's Westbrook? Westbrook's at the Westbrook is up. Oh, where am I? Okay, Westbrook. So first of all, let's do Bradley Beal first. So Bradley Beal got thirty-three points. Wow, thirty-three, seven and six. Westbrook got thirty-two points, fourteen rebounds and nine assists. Wow, that's really good. And then the Los Angeles Lakers. Um. LeBron James got 31 points, 9 rebounds, 13 assists. That's actually really good. Oh my god, he was so awesome. It was close. Right. Yeah, I'm not complaining. It was actually really, relatively close. Um. Then the next day, I remember this. The um, Mavericks beat the Celtics. Luka Doncic went off on the last two threes of that game. I was watching it live. And I just, I, I was literally going to bed. I just went, just I wanted to watch a little bit of TV. I just turned it on, and I just see Luka Doncic. It's Maverick ball. Luka Doncic scores pull up three. Then they go back, another pull up three. In. I'm like, how? How is that possible? I just turned on the TV, and that just randomly happens. Yeah, that is crazy. But then the next day, um, well, the Jazz beat the Lakers by a lot. <laughs> by, 20, yeah. by 25 points. Wait, how did Donovan Mitchell have 13 points? Yeah, because the, the blowout, it was such a blowout that he barely played. Oh, that makes sense. Like, let's see, like, Bogdan, Bojan Bogdanovich had 15, Rudy had 18, 13 for Mitchell, 14 for Conley, 12 for Derek Favor, Jordan Carson had 18. Yeah, so actually, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That was a good game for Utah. Um, then Thursday, the Sixers blew out the um, Mavericks. The Nets destroyed the Magic. The Grizzlies destroyed the Clippers by 28 points. <laughs> like, that's just weird. Grizzlies somehow always randomly blow out the Clippers. Like, they yeah. did it last. Yeah. And then... Um, for uh, yeah, Friday, the most important game, the Raptors beat the Rockets by eleven. Um, Kyle Lowry had a triple double, eighteenth career triple double. You know, um, mm-hmm. LD was at twenty seven points, but his team still lost. So it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> the Heat beat the Jazz, which is weird because the really Jimmy Butler, had, Jimmy Butler had thirty. Yeah, Jimmy Butler had thirty three points, ten rebounds, eight assists. Donovan at thirty. Um, it's kind of weird because you, you always call the NBA players by like Lamelo Ball, like Damian Lillard. Like I'm like I mentioned like actually calling them by their first name. Like, hey, what's up, Damian? Hey, what's up, Lamelo? <laughs> yeah. There's some some players you call them by their like their names like LeBron or Steph. Yeah. But like you would never you would never say hey Kevin or Kevin. <laughs> hey hey Anthony. Hey, hey James. Anthony. <laughs> 
Hey Bradley, what's up? Hey, hey Bradley. Hey, hey Russell. Well, Zion, I guess everyone people call him Zion. Yeah, not people call him Zion, but like some hey, of these. Yeah, hey, what's up, Julia? <laughs> they just call him Randall. Hey, what's up, Nicola? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, on Saturday, the Nets, uh, Mavericks blew out the Nets. Luca beat James. <laughs> and then today, isn't there like a big game going on right now? Yeah, there's Bucks Clippers today, and oh, also oh man, and the Bucks are are they no the Clippers are beating the Bucks. Okay, let's see if anybody's doing really good. Kawhi is nine points and KD has seven. Okay, that's actually really good for the start. Giannis has four points. Brooke Lopez has six points. Like yeah. really, really, really big stats, you know. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm kind of curious. When are the Jazz like playing the Nets? I'm kind of curious about that. They are the last time they played was on January fifth. How did the Nets win by thirty-four points? <laughs> oh, wait, what? Wait, really? Yeah, January fifth. That's crazy. Thirty-four points? Oh my god! <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? How am I just finding out about this? Oh, I think. Because remember, the Jazz were not that good in the beginning of the season. That was before James Harden. Yeah, this was this is the beginning of the season. Um, because the NBA season only started December twenty second, I think. Yeah. So, um, the Jazz were the Jazz started four and four, and now they're twenty seven and seven. That's so crazy. Twenty three and three. Jeez. Twenty three and three in the in the last twenty six games. They're playing on March twenty fourth. That game's gonna be really good. I know that. And well, they're playing in, in Utah's home, so Utah's just gonna destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. Like, like a lot of things are happening. Like, there's the All Star game, the playoffs. When are the playoffs again? Um, I think June this year. They only start in June. Really? Or yeah, I think May is the playing tournament. Mm. Well, the the playing tournament is always is gonna be fun. Uh, yeah, like I think there's gonna be like a really surprising team that's gonna make the playoffs and go on like a deep playoff run, like like the conference finals or something. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. not the conference finals, fine. Maybe like the second one. But... I think there would be one or two upsets in each conference. I can definitely. I, I hope. I just hope that all the top teams, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz. Bucks, Sixers. I just hope that all those teams, that none of their players get injured, because I really want to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you. If KD gets injured in the playoffs, that's going to be terrible, because I don't know if the Nets can win, can get to the finals. Then, and I want them. Hmm. Hmm. Do I want the Nets to make the finals? Yeah, I guess so. Why not? Well, you probably want the Raptors to make it. Yeah. Yeah. The Raptors versus Jazz. Raptors sweep, and it's over. <laughs> The Raptors, I don't know how, but last season, the Raptors, like, if you th- really think about it, like, imagine if KD and James Harden, uh, KD and Kyrie Irving weren't injured last year, like, and they played the Raptors in the playoffs, like, in the first round. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be crazy. Instead of the Raptors sweeping them, it would have been, like, probably the complete opposite. <laughs> isn't it, isn't it crazy how, um, I remember last season, 
before the the Nets are in the playoffs and everybody's talking about oh next season even the Nets are bad this year and they're gonna get destroyed by the Raptors next season they're gonna have the best duo in the NBA and then as this season they had they added James Harden also like that's insane it is insane yeah um I think that um then tomorrow why did I say tomorrow next season um they're gonna add Clay Thompson back to the to the lineup to the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. I think that's gonna be really fun. Like, this one, the big three are gonna be back. Yeah, that actually would be really good. I want the Warriors to be good, so the Warriors and Lakers can play. Like Steph versus LeBron. Yeah, we like we had we had a, a we had a, a short break of where the Warriors sucked. Now, we have, <laughs> now they can be good again. Like uh, the Raptors. Like I have okay. The most the most important thing is the Raptors won. So. Yeah, if the Raptors didn't win a title, oh, the entire yeah. NBA would be different. And if the Raptors didn't win in 2019 and the Warriors won, it'd be so different. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. But then, yeah, because I it, now that I'm thinking about it, there's so many rising stars this year. It's like, it's, um, um, what's his name? Well, there's like Donovan Mitchell, there's, um, there's Colin Sexton. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, a lot of all the youngsters. Like, I can imagine, like, the next five years, there's going to be so much happening. It's going to be really fun. Hey, Barrett, yeah. Zion, Brendan Ingram. So many good players. I agree with you, yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all also- right. Yeah. Oh, one final, one final thing. It's also yeah. crazy. Like, in, in five years, LeBron is going to be gone. KD's probably going to be gone. In five years? Kyrie in the last... KD's not going to be gone in five years. Yes, he's going to be 37 or something. He's going to be 36. He's younger than Steph Curry, I think. Really? I'm not sure, maybe. I, I, I'll try. I'll try. Is all, these, all the current generation is going to be gone, which is, good, oh, which is crazy to think of. very weird. Like, imagine a league with no LeBron and Steph. Um, Kevin Durant was born on September 29th, 1988, and Steph Curry was born on March 14th, 1988. So it was older than KD by half the year. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be crazy once they're all gone in the league. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, okay. All right. All right. Thanks, Akramich. Yeah, great talking to you, Daniel. Yeah, good talking to you, too. All okay. right. Okay. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Well, okay, everybody. That's going to end the podcast episode. Um, for anybody that's tuning in, if you guys want to um, DM me, um, if you guys want to be a part of the podcast anytime, not anytime, but whatever time you guys can do, that would be great. So thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you guys next time.